Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, an escapist conversation show about all things vigies and movies and tiggies. I'm not sure that's a real sentence. <laughs> so, vigies, that's short for video, video games, and tiggies is short for TV shows. This is episode number 59 for, for Wednesday, October 12th. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, 2022. My name is Marty Sleva, and I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Turns out when I said I was ready, I wasn't really ready, which is weird because like we were on this call like 15 minutes ago. So yeah. like we should have been ready. Um, welcome. Welcome, everyone in chat. Welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 59. We got a great show for you today. As you can see in the headline this week, just a few days ago, was the 15th anniversary of the Half-Life Orange Box. Uh, which which came out on October 9th, uh, 2007. Um, and that is famously yeah. the package that included Half-Life 2 and Episode 1 and Episode 2 and Portal and Team Fortress 2. And I, uh, I, I am positing that not only is that possibly the best video game package ever, but that three different genres of games may have peaked that day and people are still trying to chase that high. So um, we'll we'll what chat about that. Genres? The genres would be uh, just first person shooter campaigns, uh, first person narrative puzzlers, and uh, hero based shooters, like hero based multiplayer shooters. Okay. Like I think there's an argument to be made that those three games are the best of those genres. I would not say so. I mean, yeah, someone could, someone would make those that argument. I would. And people argue make some them. insane arguments. Yeah, <laughs> but can Casey I, argue I can against someone you haven't played Half Life? Hmm. I think well, you're more going to argue against the, the, hero the hero shooter, shooter right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hero shooter thing was where I was going to plant a flag down. Is it, but, um, is it because you're going to say it's Rainbow Six Siege? <laughs> that's actually not where I was going to go. I was about to say Nick will probably go there though. <laughs> um, we're also uh, Nick, uh, well, both Casey and I. And Nick, I don't know. Did you get to play uh, any Street Fighter over the weekend? I did not. Okay, so we uh, Casey got to play quite a bit of it. His preview is up. Um, I got to play a little bit of it. Uh, we'll talk about what we. I, I walked away pretty impressed from it, even though I fucking suck at those games. Uh, mostly because I'm very excited for everything that's surrounding Street Fighter Six. Like I'm just excited mm-hmm. to, to be a part <laughs> of its atmosphere. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about uh, an unaired Kingdom Hearts pilot from 2003 was released on the internet yesterday and let me tell you it was fucking weird <laughs> it was I'm, weird i'm upset i didn't get to watch that yet like i, I haven't had the time it is weird if you are you a hit are you a fan of the hit adam sandler film eight crazy nights because it's yes, directed I, by the director of eight crazy nights <laughs> eight crazy nights is a slept on uh i don't want to say christmas because it's like a jewish story so like yeah Hanukkah oh, holiday story yeah yeah it's a hot yeah it's a, it's a fantastic slept on holiday animated yeah uh, movie also he just released it on his youtube channel and i'm pretty sure between square and disney that's not gonna that's not gonna end well so you can watch it while you can uh and then we'll be talking about stuff we've been playing playing and watching and r.i.p animation which Casey yeah. put down, which fucking what is HBO doing? What are you doing, HBO? Oh, like you're, they're, they're doing a like that story. It's like a sleight of hand thing where like they're making House of the Dragon, which is rules straight up, like top to bottom rules. And they're like, oh, just don't worry about the fact that we're like <laughs> gutting entire corners of the industry over here. Like, they're all they're all going to end up somewhere. Somewhere, some studio is going to pick up all that that's, talent. That's the hope. Yeah, I, I hope really like we, we talked. I think we talked about this on either the recap or whatever, but like the movie and tv industry needs it's like its own independent breakout 
<laughs> you know, of like how game developers have siphoned off of AAA studios and gone and formed their own studios. Oh, I thought you were talking about this podcast. No, no, no. No, they don't think a podcast is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> we will implant the idea in their heads. It has worked for multiple sequels that have been popped up over the last. Have you ever third thought about having three people talk babble for ninety minutes a week? It's good save animation. Um, I do, I do agree with that. Uh, so that would be exciting. Um, First off, before we get into Orange Box, how are you guys doing? I'm tired. Right. I'm really tired. <laughs> I have. When was the last time you weren't tired? I, uh, probably before the acquisition. <laughs> Just been in, in meetings. Like I got to work on Australian time a little bit, so like I've been having meetings later in the night right now. Where we're oh, getting dang. all this stuff done and. You're feeling Just, Amy's uh, uh, struggle. You got to worry about drop there. Not, not really Amy's struggle. Like I was really good for the last year or so about like really cutting my workday off at five and just being done. Uh, That's healthy. And then you just, like all this acquisition stuff hard happened. And like it's kind of good, both good and bad because like I'm really excited because like we are getting to do the like, revitalizing the website. Like and so I'm doing a lot of planning and creative like strategy right now. Um, which I really love doing. Uh, so I, I'm having fun with that. But once you, once I get into that groove, it's really hard to turn the, like the, the gears of my brain off at night. So then I don't sleep and I'm like, well, I guess I'll get up and write down all these ideas I have jumping around in my head. Yeah. And then you'll send me notes on a video at like two in the morning. I'm, like, I'm, I'm definitely not reading this. Like <laughs> yes. I'm a hundred percent not reading yeah, this. If, I, if you're getting messages from me at two in the morning, it's because I can't sleep and I'm like, you know what? I have something to do. Let's do it right now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. Um, cool. Well, let's start off. Uh, we'll, we'll, Orange Box, like we well, mentioned. Before we even uh, started that, don't oh, forget. Oh, we're not. Sorry, we're Your not. Your super sorry. chats are all going towards Adventure is Nice Season 3. Oh, yeah. Shit, I did forget oh, that. I've been multiple people forgot it today. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we are uh, fundraising that through the community. The new parent company is actually allowing us to use the super chat funds for things we fund. <laughs> so, uh, we are looking forward to uh, shooting that in person in Milwaukee. We've hit 20% in the first week, which is awesome. I'm super excited about that. Uh, Jack, Yahtzee, everybody else are very excited to uh, get out there and, uh, and and film this thing next year. And go and go to the safe house. Go to the safe house. restaurant. Yep. Oh yeah, that's a thing. That that will be fun. Like you guys, that will be like, incredibly I'm super fun. Looking forward to that. There, there, <laughs> that will yeah, be people incredible. keep people keep putting more ideas in my head of like. Oh, uh, on the uh, Patreon for um, one of the tiers, like the $25 tier, the mailbag tier. Um, so we will send out like signed postcards from the team. So like that first one. Oh, that's out. an easy way to actually get everyone yeah, in the same like, place to do that. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do like a, a team photo postcard for for next year for the first one that goes out for in that. Front of the font statue in front of the Where, wherever you guys want to do it. This idea just keeps getting. <laughs> I'm going to make a list of the top 10 places we could take pictures of in front of uh, in, in f- in front of in Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. And Lampy, yes, weeb shit is happening. Literally, the person holding up the weeb shit project right now is me. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, can, Casey can attest to it. Uh, Casey and Jesse have been more on the ball than it tonight. Listen, listen, <laughs> I got COVID. Then I had to do a sponsored thing. Now I'm reviewing a game that has many hours in it. And this, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, this game is very good, but this game is, it does not want to end. And I'm I'm fine with it not ending because it's very good. But part of me would also like it to end so I can so my watch can end. Yeah, like John Snow. Well, we, yeah. yeah, we I guess I don't know if I've posted the update on the channel yet. Um, but if you are a patron or a member, you know about the initiative that we were calling Escapist Labs. 
which will be basically be a uh, a new playlist on the channel that we use to pilot like new content that we want to do. Uh, so uh, weep shit, like we're kind of going all in on this edit for this first one. It'll be the the first part of that escapist labs thing. So if you like it, you better let us know. Yeah, because you are a uh, test studio subjects. trigger is going to be animating the first episode of weep shit. Uh, no, 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 no. But you know. could you imagine if Studio Trigger animated a top ten list? <laughs> <laughs> every every. It would also be weird because it'd be Studio <laughs> Trigger having to draw other anime. <laughs> like, like it, this sounds like a good we, idea. <laughs> we need them. We need to animate Adventures Nigh. Well, you're they're not going to if you still haven't watched Cyberpunk. I'm getting. They keep there. saying they they wanted to, but then they keep saying Nixon hasn't watched Cyberpunk yet, and so. <laughs> Your Nixon. I don't know if you knew that. You know what? I, I didn't realize, like, the Midnight Club unfortunately popped up above my list on that. So, sorry. You have to that's, wait even longer. That's insane. That's, that's sorry, an insane I, man talking. You would watch something called the Midnight Club before something called Edge Runners. It's just fucking goose, it's goosebumps with jump scares. Good. It's horror. I've, I've watched the first couple and I like it. Cyberpunk is also horror. It's the horror of the soul. And, and of the mind. Anime, Everyone shut up. We're talking about Orange Box. Horror. The horror of capitalism. <laughs> The horror of capitalism, Nick. Think I, about I it. I get to live that every day. Put that in your acquisition and smoke it. Uh, 15 <laughs> years ago, Orange Box came out. It was released on the 360, the PS3, and the PC. Uh, Half-Life episode... Half-Life 2 and episode 1 were already released at the time. So this pack... But this package was the, the debut of um, episode 2 and Team Fortress 2 and Portal. And bundled those in, and it was the first time those could be playable on uh, consoles as well. And uh, I went from, I had never played Half-Life 1 before this. And I bought this thing mostly because the reviews kept saying Portal is incredible. And uh, it turned out, A, Portal is incredible. And Portal, in my opinion, remains maybe one of like the 20 best games ever made. Um, I, and I don't know, like, if you hold the gun in my head, I don't know if I like horror, or if I like Portal 2 better than Portal 1. Um... And then uh, the Half-Life, the, the Gordon Freeman journey through two, which has not been finished and then was weirdly retconned like 15 years later in Half-Life Alex, and who knows what's happening next. Um, I think at the time was absolutely a new high watermark in first-person shooter campaigns. And then Team Fortress 2 was a game that um, immediately hit and became a phenomenon and remained a phenomenon and like helped keep Valve afloat for you know, over a decade, and it's boggles my mind that um, we haven't seen a Team Fortress 3 yet. We already have an Overwatch 2, but not a Team Fortress 3. Um, you know, you just don't need it. Like, the people, uh, it's like still like amongst, you know, still like the top playing game on Steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why, 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 you know, why do the next thing when you can just milk that till it's even more dry? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Valve, like, Valve, Valve tends to make games that are actually perfect yeah. <laughs> so it's like you you make you make something perfect and you don't add to that it's done you finished you did it yeah and it seemed like like i don't know if anyone was higher like if if, if any company has ever been like higher at a moment than valve was when this was released because it was like kind of insane for them to like just dump out these games in a single $60 package. Like in a time where we, you know, people are, are constantly critiquing and complaining about um, feeling like, you know, they're not getting their money's worth in a game or that a free to play game is, um, you know, uh, has sort of uh, 
uh, what's what's the predatory like monetization or a sixty dollar mm-hmm. game feels like it's not a full sixty dollar game and they're making you buy stuff more. Like these were in theory, like these felt like five full games. Like even Half Life Episode One and Two like felt like their own campaigns. And so I, it's, I remember when I got the orange box, like because I was still pretty young when I got it. Um, I just remember feeling like Portal and Team Fortress Two were like these games that were very experimental for them, and like Half Life was the real draw of the orange box. Uh, so they were like bundling those games because they didn't think they would be successful along Half-Life. Uh, mm. You know, couldn't have been farther from the truth, but I think that's like yeah. Valve just was unsure. <laughs> that's how I always I, felt about it. Like I never I, like if they were that confident about it, they were, you know, released them separately. But as like the orange box like came bundled with Half-Life because because they were doing that a lot with games back then, like because crackdowns beta or crackdowns demo or whatever right. was how you got yeah, to the halo 3, like halo 3 or, sorry crackdown 3 was how you got crackdown jesus was how you got into halo 3 beta so they bundled yeah. that because they were unsure about how crackdown would do mm-hmm. that happened a lot more back then with that kind of yeah stuff. a zone of the enders released with the metal gear solid 2 demo like mm-hmm. that was the only reason anyone bought that weird robot game yeah <laughs> i think uh, it also speaks to the fact that Valve was a very PC-focused uh, game studio at the time. Mm-hmm. And 2007 was kind of the culmination of a lot of really big titles that were just on consoles. Yeah. So for them to try and make any sort of a splash or a wave, they had to get something that did have some name recognition and then get several good projects just out into the console ecosystem. Because people were already like playing these things on PC. And like I, I just think that audience probably just wasn't being t- talked about the same way as consoles back then like pc pc was kind of like a redheaded stepchild at some point like after the whole boomer shooter genre like people didn't care about pc games for the most part everything was about consoles yeah and uh and they, like they recovered from that uh i mean you mentioned 2007 like uh, yahtzee and i talked about this a couple weeks ago on slightly something else because that was uh for his money he said it was the best year in video game history uh that was the yeah. year i mean outside of this there was the original bioshock mario galaxy uh modern warfare halo 3 crisis uh the original assassin's creed the original uh uncharted the original witcher um like god of war 2 mass effect like this was like a wild year rock band like a, a absolutely like bonkers year for yeah and like most of those experiences just were not available on pc <laughs> yeah yeah and so um that so, almost so felt like thinking back to that <laughs> yeah yeah like that pc it, gaming back then wasn't like the the major place to be it right. was the consoles and now it's completely flipped yeah yeah and it felt like that was the moment where it was like okay even if you don't like i don't know like if you don't have a pc you're gonna be fine like aside from certain genres like mmos and strategy games and stuff like that like the big marquee shooters are gonna come to consoles and yeah like if you have a top of the line pc they're always gonna run better on there but like this was the time where if you were playing these games on 360 uh the ps3 version was a little iffy like i remember it released and and it got lower scores because it had a bunch of technical hiccups like some of which they didn't even fix like if you remember the ps3 versions of a lot of like skyrim was like super borked on ps3 and i think was never fixed totally (laughs) you had to put like something like 50 or 60 hours into it before it just straight up stopped working like it just fuck with the memory anymore or something i remember i remember remember, like writing all the press stories about like how the ps3 like just for for third-party developers just didn't want to be on the ps3 (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh very strange now like we we rarely get any um we rarely get games that are that bad on 
one of the main platforms now. Like we'll get switch ports that are like or cyberpunk. We're the cloud version. Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> cyberpunk and that was like bad overall, but like rarely is it like you like this version, like parody. This. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's now like the architecture because the PS3 like famously had very strange architecture, and that's why it's like emulation is still tough for PS3 games. Um, I, they, so. they did it. You can't copy the games on PS3, and they, they they can't even have an easy way for backwards compatibility on these games. So, well done, Mark Sir. They, they, yep, they did exactly what they said. <laughs> as as his penance, he gave us knacks, a pair of knacks. <laughs> we were happy with it. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I made that statement where I said that arguably, um, three different subgenres peaked. Um, if we want to go over them one by one. So Casey, you've you haven't played actually the Half-Life games, right? Yeah, I have never played a Half-Life. Okay. Um because I I was not a big PC gamer guy. Like and at this point, like they're like by the time I started getting into more PC games, like they're for sure classics. Mm-hmm. But like why why go backwards when you can look forward? Yeah, so somebody pre- somebody that only like I've only played Half-Life recently, um cuz I played Alex and then I went and played Black Mesa, the remake that the developers did, and then Half Life Two. I still haven't gone back and played Episode One or Two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, at the time, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would say it peaked. Like, I like Half Life Two's campaign, but I still wouldn't put it above like Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare's campaign. Okay. Or things and, like that. I, think, I still I hold think, like, Perfect Dark on sixty four as like a high water park. I know <laughs> I'm not peaked played- in nineteen ninety nine. I have not played Half-Life, yeah. but Half-Life is going to need to do some shit if it's going to be Perfect Dark in my mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Half-Life's going to need an alien named Elvis, and it's going to need a gun that I can look through walls and see dudes running. Yeah, that I shit like, is wild. Yeah, and like having played them recently, like even back then, I think like the only thing that really would have like shocked me was like the physics of Half-Life 2. Yes, but and, I mean the gravity gun is like that felt absolutely revolutionary at the time yeah yeah and i think i think in mechanics maybe it stands out amongst like first person shooters but i don't think in terms of like story or spectacle or anything like that it really topped any like call of duty or bioshock or any of those games at the time i mean i would say arguably (sighs) bioshock feels like a different genre to me which it isn't because bioshock is a first person shooter but um like with a little little bit of yeah and and i would even Again, to, to be my own devil's advocate, because you know what? When someone poses a question in the headline on the <laughs> Internet, it turns out the answer is always no. Um, <laughs> is uh, and I was the one who posed this question, so I will take full blame for that. Uh, I, I think um, pound for pound Titanfall 2 has the best shooter campaign. I think it is. Um, it does not outstay its welcome. It gives you a new idea every level and the game is just infinitely fun. Um, and it's got a nice little robot pal who gives you a thumbs up every once in a while, which what the fuck else do you need? Also, a couple of people have mentioned in the chat, uh, and we have been talking about. They said uh, funding for KCD play Half Life series. Half Life uh, KC plays Half Life sounds like a nice video series. Uh, we're talking about possibly maybe that being the you know uh, after yeah, we wrap up Metal Gear and stuff. Um, you know, we haven't decided anything. We have a couple other ideas too, and obviously, it's spooky um, Dead Space games are coming out, which that'd be fun for you to go back to after that. But um, yeah, possibly. Like I would, I would love to revisit those games. Um, okay, so the answer is no. First-person shooter campaigns. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. For for first-person shooter campaigns, I I think there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition. Like Half-Life, inspired a lot of people to try harder in that regard as well. Yeah. Honestly, I think a a bunch of folks have hit that mark. If even if they haven't uh, exceeded it, they've Mm -hmm. at least come close or met the same level of uh, 
yeah storytelling i think it is i mean nick you just mentioned two of them it is crazy how 2007 had bioshock the original modern warfare and the the culmination of the half-life games like that's that's fucking nuts. I, I, I yeah, feel like at that point you would have been like, oh, my God, every year. It reminds me. So the night I moved to San Francisco, we ended up going to this house party in Berkeley. And we went to a Death Cab for Cutie concert. And then we went to a house oh, party wow. in Berkeley that had sushi just served at the house party. <laughs> and my my buddy and I, who I moved out there with, was like, this is it. This is every day of our lives. This is what it's going to be. I've never been to a party like that since. <laughs> I've never had a night like that since. And so like, it completely tricked me into being like, oh, this is what the rest of our lives are like. And then the next day, I was like, oh, you're working at a coffee shop for three years, and it's going to be terrible. <laughs> and so like, that was a lie. So that's what 2007 that, was. 2007 that's how, lied that's how the West Coast gets you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've talked about like next gen a lot and everything. Like, I just, I just, I like that's the one thing I do want to see like more games use is like physics and first person shooters and all that and have those physics based puzzles that Half Life had. Like, I think it stands out in a way that I think it would, it creatively uses its space in a uh-huh. linear, even though it's very linear. And I think a lot of games don't are just linear and don't creatively use a space and use the term sandbox to be like oh you can go left to snipe this guy or you can go right to shotgun him oh boy yeah like half-life made me think about like can i use this box and chuck it at a guy to distract him and then take him out like and there's not a lot of shooters that are, are doing stuff like that which is why like as much as i liked like far cry 5 and everything like got to far cry 6 and i was burnt out in two hours playing that game i was like I, this is all i no, it's just another open world like Far Cry, you go back to Far Cry 2. And like that, that's a 2008 game, I think, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm, I think even earlier. I think that might have been like 2006. Far Cry. Anyways, uh, somewhere somewhere around that. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 2 was 2008. Yep. Oh, 2008. Okay, you're right. So uh, I would say even Far Cry 2 is even more impressive than Half Life in the physics. <laughs> yeah. And that, like that, that game was the fire, The fire physics in that game alone still wow me to this day playing that and that the creative director of that was clint hawking who is the creative director who's going to be the creative director of assassin's creed hexa which is the game we know nothing about but is <laughs> one of my most anticipated games ever it's just <laughs> a great name it is a great name <laughs> i like i think witches are cool i'm not even sure if that game's about witches but i think witches are great and mm-hmm. so um assassin Dra- symbols dragon flame yes. dragon flame AU points out that half-life 2 was 2004 not 2007 yeah like i think well, I haven't played Half-Life 2 episode 2, but I assume that like it doesn't do that much different from Half-Life 2. Oh, it's really good, though. It's re- Yeah, like I need to play that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good, though. Yeah. Uh, I would say, yeah, I I would g- say Half-Life Alex, even though it's only on VR, is among the perfect FPS campaigns. Yeah. Like I, and that, that was kind of like... Yeah, I definitely want to try that. And that's what uh, someone, someone mentioned earlier. Will they ever make... Oh, uh, Michal said, uh, will they ever release a non-VR version of Alex so I could play it? I don't know. I don't, it, 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 I'm imagining they'll release a PSVR 2 version. Yeah, I don't. So. It's a game that just it wouldn't be what it is without VR. Yeah, it feels like it would need like a full revamp. It would need, um, It would just need to be completely redone and to not yeah. be designed for VR. Yeah, like yeah, which seems like at that point you just make a new game. Yeah, it's a new game. Life 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And just keep this as sort of like a VR side story. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so then we have uh, hero shooters. Um, I did. I did play did, a bunch of Team Fortress too, and it seemed like that was like the. It, it's also the game that uh, it has it, in my mind some of the best 
character design ever because not only do the personalities shine through relatively simplistic character design, but their silhouettes and everything make them immediately identifiable of what this character can do. Um, and I just think, uh, like, when I think of Team Fortress 2, I just think of, like, clean. Like, the game is, like, incredibly, like, clean and, like, almost minimalist, which it isn't really, but, like, just, like, immediately recognizable. Whereas with, like, a lot of shooters now, um, there's so much shit going on. And it's just, like, if you if you walk in and watch the game without having spent hours and hours in it, you're just like, literally, what am I looking at? Like, what is No, that? yeah, that's fair. I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to be the weird one here and say that even though i enjoyed team fortress 2 the hero shooter that maybe isn't a hero shooter somebody's gonna yell at me about it but uh the shadow run fps game <laughs> i had a much better time with that <laughs> team fortress no to play 2. with i yeah. played like, it all I, the time I, I tried that game and the servers were empty <laughs> uh, when did you play it <laughs> i played it when it first released on xbox really that... og xbox no, you're thinking of the wrong game then. It's it's it's. Am I? Yeah, it's a, it only came out on Xbox 360 and Windows, uh, Windows Live or whatever. Uh, it, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll link it in the in here so you can see. What and they just put it on uh, Game Pass. I think they. No, you're thinking of the RPGs. I am thinking like of the this. RPGs. This was like a like a team based uh, first person shooter. Yeah, the characters had different abilities. Like there was a big yeah. healing tree that one character had. Yeah, I don't, it wasn't on the Xbox. Yeah, I definitely don't think it wasn't original. On the Xbox. No, it wasn't I, I, okay. I, I, I don't think those kinds of games like really, uh, really existed on the original. Right, so maybe Xbox I'm just thinking early 360. Rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. OG Xbox, but that like I could never like I I really wanted to like that game because it seemed like a super cool concept. There was never anyone to play. Wow, with. that's weird. I I played it for hundreds of hours and never had a problem finding people to play with maybe i was just playing uh, with the same people for those hundred hours <laughs> with you thinking that game was an original xbox game man devil said casey is suffering from the man devil effect <laughs> which i think taking your own name and using it as the mandela effect is very funny man devil well done um but i mean yeah i guess also like uh, i would say team fortress 2 is less of it is the best and more of it sort of it walked so that not even it walked so other things could run but like it was a thing that kicked down the door and allow it's the prototype it is the prototype and that's what gave us you know the idea like how siege plays or how apex plays or how overwatch plays or that battleborn um remember battleborn <laughs> lawbreakers remember lawbreakers uh i feel bad about games that get that get kids like they even they announced today that they're they're gonna be uh, closing down the servers for that like shitty final fantasy 7 like oh, yeah, I just saw multiplayer that. game. Yeah, and I'm even, like, oh, is that even a game? Just is that a, a battle royale? I think it was mobile only, and I think well, it was a battle royale game. Yeah, yeah. When you um, have PUBG mobile and Call of Duty Warzone mobile and all that, you know, like nobody wants a the Final, Final nobody Fantasy, wants Final Fantasy battle royale. Like a bunch of guns, like yeah. just all guns in Final Fantasy. Like, <laughs> like, even was even like, the cover over that, he's holding like an M4. I'm like, what? It's so weird. Can't you hear the planet crying out? I mean, Final Fantasy VII is about a bunch of terrorists, so. Uh, okay, so uh, Team Fortress 2 also not the best. Uh, Portal. That that one, I think. Por- Portal. Portal is just the best. When it, yeah, whenever <laughs> anybody talks about a puzzle game, Portal comes up. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. I don't think Portal's been beaten because it just it gets it has a good story to go with it. The mechanics are fun. The atmosphere is fantastic, and I think like every puzzle game that's tried to do Portal just hasn't done it. 
mm-hmm. you know, like a, a, like the tells principle is the first one that comes to mind, which people like. Yeah. But you don't hear people just get excited when you say tells principle over portal. Yeah. Because uh, there, yeah. there, there are a bunch of them that came out. Like Cube was one of them, if you remember that. Uh, yeah, that was quadrilateral. Co- quadrilateral. Yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a, there was a shit ton of, of games that would they tried guys, to. I'm sorry, would you guys count uh, the Outer Wilds as in this category, being a first-person puzzler? No. I don't think Outer Wilds is... It doesn't have a, a something. Yeah, it's a, it's an exploration game. Like it doesn't have a core central mechanic like Portal did that just keeps building and building and building. Someone uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone said that Outer Wilds is a Metroidvania where the abilities you get is, are is knowledge. And yeah, and that's very true. Um, so like, although I would, I mean, a game like Outer Wilds might not exist for Portal because Portal was again like Portal and Dear Esther were the games that were like, what if we do things in first person that isn't shooting? Like, what if Dear Esther was like, what if we just have you be lonely and wander around? Portal was like, what if we have really good writing and we we tickle your brains? Um, and Portal does have incredible writing and they do tickle your brains. And uh, to me, like the Portal one and two debate is like the Godfather one and two where I'm like, they're both perfect. I don't know. Just yeah, I enjoy both of them. It's like Empire that's, that's and Jedi. I enjoy both of if them. Two, yeah. If two things are perfect and then one thing is more of the first thing, that thing is just more perfect. Right. That's just how that works. Yeah. Like Portal two is the better game because there's just more of it than the first one. Yeah. Like they're both incredible. Yeah. But Portal two is just more Portal yeah I'm, but I'm, do you like do you want to be left like completely satisfied or do you want to be left wanting more satisfied right okay right? that <laughs> seems like the answer to that question yeah that was weird in my yeah. mind that was a much more debatable <laughs> question <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know, like it, like you hear like a, a song you really like and then it ends abruptly you're like oh dang i'm just gonna be think, singing that song the rest of the day because it didn't like finish like Portal Two is like yes, the experience yeah. has been complete as a whole. Yeah, that's 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 the vibe I get from Portal Two, and, yeah. and I personally do consider like Portal Two like my number one like best game ever made. Period. Like it's so good, fucking perfect. So good. even the music. No one mentioned the music in Portal slash Portal so Two. Portal Two soundtrack is also incredible. Mm-hmm. One like some of the best music I've heard in a video. How game are we not getting like, a Portal Three? Life. What do we do with Valve? What do you do? I think Valve's. Is there like a phobia of threes? Because Valve has that, they're afraid of Half Life Three. Valve, they're afraid of Portal Valve Three. Valve just knows of Team Fortress 3. the formula. Because like, because we we've said this multiple times in the past, right? A, a lot of video games, uh, especially franchises, work in stages of iteration. Like they have an idea, the first game comes out, you play it, you're like, oh, that was fun, that's a cool concept. But you know, here's all the things that were wrong with it. And then the second time is like they nailed it. Street Fighter Two, Assassin's Creed Two. Uh, all these uncharted two mass effect 2. uncharted yeah. two yeah like they nail what they were going for the second try valve is such a talented group of developers that they did that first concept it was that good and then they said we could make it better and did and it's perfect now <laughs> they don't have to do anything else but then <laughs> they, they just like they retired they were just like well, yeah like that's that's, that's, how, that's how it should work i, I feel that's like i feel like the only work. way like you get these games to reach expectations is if they literally if they aren't just portal 3 and half-life 3 like they have to do something new in the space or not necessarily introduce something brand new but use mechanics in a way that is like new and impressive like i like half-life 3 for me to be successful like really has to master you know a sandbox with physics fps environment 
while also attaining that spectacle that you know now we expect in 2022 from a first person campaign and and like portal three i mean you know they had they added the the goo mechanics in portal two and all that like i think that was like the biggest change for me is like the momentum stuff that they added and like mm-hmm. where do you where do you go with portal three that isn't just rehashing you think it's the best of use stuff? of goo in games yes it's, it's better not, than gooigi no, no, no it's You're not better than gooigi it's better than that's gooigi. a way it's exactly where i was gonna go and no you lied no gooigi uh, flushes himself down toilets that's that's what he is no we flush luigi gooigi down toilets even worse you actively have to flush your favorite thing down the toilet i didn't well you got i don't you got a bunch of fucking floaters at your house but that I bet that dude doing your security system kept hanging around because he's like, "Why well, is this dude got floaters everywhere?" <laughs> Here's my theory: This is how Half Life's gonna top it. One day we're gonna wake up. You know how you said, you know how they said they do games and then they tweak them a little bit and then perfect them and then walk away. Uh-huh. We're gonna get the Orange Box too. In the Orange Box too, we'll have Half Life three, we'll have Portal three, we'll have Team Fortress three, and we'll have Left for Dead three. And then they could just step away. <laughs> then they could just step away for literally two decades. And we'll be like, well, this is never. I think they should. I think they should just do. If they're so scared of the number three, they should just do what Goat Simulator did and skip three and go straight to four. Because the number is the problem. Yeah, like they just don't like their. Yeah, like the Jim Carrey movie, number twenty-three. Maybe, maybe somebody in the office has like a curse around them around number three. It's like if we release number, if we release the third game, it would have to be game. Valve just blows up, like you know, they the the Steam just goes offline, never comes back. Blah blah blah. Maybe. Like at this point, it's like it's tradition. Like if they release something and put a three on it, it's like all right, the mystique is over. (laughs) Yeah. What are you guys doing? I think maybe or maybe like people just think if we keep buying things on Steam forever and give them in all the money in the world, they'll eventually give that us half like Portal 3. Everyone, everyone in chat <laughs> who's like, I, I don't want to play this game because it's on Epic. It's on Steam. That's the reason we're not getting new games. Because every time you say that and buy a game on Steam, <laughs> yeah. like Gabe Newell's just sitting there and another dollar comes out. and He's like, ooh. Yeah. So we have <laughs> to nice. we have to get everybody to go to the Epic <laughs> Game Store. So that Valve was like, oh shit, we need something exciting to bring people back. Half-Life 3, here you go, have it. It's been sitting here for years, done. We just held it on. <laughs> it's been <so>. sitting here. <laughs> Right-click, print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how it's been sitting here for years, and so you play it, and it just feels like a game from like 2012. You're like, Jesus, <laughs> right. what's going on? What's people, going people on? It has I was about to say it has Imagine Dragons and let's on track, but I'm like, oh, they had a they had a real good year last year, so that's, that's right, not gonna, good. You're you're gonna you're gonna make this come to existence. We are gonna get a Half Life Netflix show before we get Half Life Three. Um, oh, man, but story's not finished. What the hell is the show gonna do? Just get canceled? They'll, uh, they'll bring DB Wise. In. I mean, it's Netflix, so yes. Yeah, they'll bring DB Wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty Off and Weiss will come in and they'll fix everything. Uh, yeah. Who has a better story than uh, what was the name of the fucking guy? Barney the Barney the janitor. <laughs> that was a character from Half Life. Barney, his name his name was Barney. I don't know. The janitor. Um, See the first guy that gets eaten. No, he has his own like spinoff oh. um, called like Half Life Bar- Barney Bucks or something, Blue Shift or something like that. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna move on to the next topic, but before we do, we have a couple super chats to read. Lampy. With a five pound donation. Thank you so much, Lampy. Said, Thank uh, you. in terms of taking a picture in Milwaukee, if you're doing a postcard from Milwaukee, Nick, I would request that Marty is dressed like Sonic or Guigi. Everyone else is dressed normally. I was going to respond to that as, like, well, it's almost Halloween, so it wouldn't be that weird. But I realized this would be like March yeah, or April. <laughs> yeah. 
Like whatever this is. I mean, it'll be it'll be. I mean, the first day we're there will be my birthday, so you can you can go out party as Guiji if you want. I mean, we're not gonna stand around you, but you know you'll be off doing your own thing. Guanic. <laughs> someone's like, oh, why why are you dressed as Sonic? He's like, oh, it's my friend Nick's birthday. And then I'll be like, <laughs> like that's not gonna answer it. Don't know explain that anything at all. Yeah. yeah, he's into weird sex stuff. He leaves floaters in his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he forgets that he has weddings this weekend. You know, Nick. <laughs> Uh, and Gecko Gamer with a five euro donation. Thank you so much. Gecko Gamer said all five games also use the same engine, which has been used by a lot of other people to create mods and new games for the, for years at this point. Um, that is also crazy. Yeah. Um, it, without Team Fortress 2, we would not have all those really creepy looking videos that people have made with the, the Team Fortress 2 engine. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, those <laughs> weird animations. Yeah. <laughs> also, like team team fortress 2 oh barney was a security guard thank you gently one lady what is a security guard if not a janitor of security crime security. I don't know. <laughs> yeah of crime <laughs> uh, what is a janitor if not a security guard of the turts what what do you want you go from now your new thing is turds you, you moved on from incest turds. <laughs> you, you, you use that phrase a lot turds floaters <laughs> You're oh, going, yeah. Well, I've been using different places. I was calling the ones floaters because Nick was talking about how he was doing because he didn't want to do the Guiji thing. No, I said you wanted to flush him down the toilet and then it just morphed into whatever. Yeah, because that's what you do with things in the toilet. You flush them down. You don't you flush your there. best friends down the toilet. If they're in my toilet, then yeah, they're going to get they're going to get good. All right. Ooh. I don't, like um, that. <laughs> don't don't use the bathroom at Marty's house. I, yeah. Not. Yeah. Don't that's do probably that. it's probably good. broken like his closet door. Uh, oh, damn, he went after your house, fam. Taking <laughs> <laughs> shots at this broken door. Uh, for Halloween, I'm going to pay someone to come out of there and murder me on a street. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, it is a very shallow closet. We will, so there is... Yeah, we, we will know what Airbnb room you have when there's a broken door on it. <laughs> when there's... Huh? Uh, moving on. <laughs> we'll save... Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point... What do we want to talk about Street Fighter? Or do we want to talk about Kingdom Hearts? I haven't played neither, so have fun. I'll sit here yeah, quietly. Yeah, I've I've not watched the Kingdom. I'm very curious about this. Is 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 this the thing that's short enough for me to like watch right now? As you like, uh, it, no, it is. I mean, it is 11 minutes, so you can have it on in the background while we talk about right. uh, Street Fighter Six. And for uh, for the audience, here is the news story uh, that the amazing John wrote up last night, um, and it has a link to the Kingdom Hearts pilot that you can watch. So first, we're going to talk about. Street Fighter 6, but if you guys want to have this on in the background for a little bit, uh, and, and just to know that is not the actual full animation, it is like a, a, um, a mock-up? Animatronic, an, 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 you know, it's like a storyboard almost, but so, fully voiced you, storyboard. You guys talk about Street Fighter 6. We, we, we haven't done the sponsor for the chair yet, because we have to make a video for it, but I got my new chair. And it also happens is to be... This, it has, is this SpawnCon? Well, no, but it, has, it, it's, it also happens to be a massage chair, so I'm going to sit here and get a massage while you guys complain or yell or do whatever you're doing about street fighter six what if he starts making weird noises like ooze and yeah, I'm, I'm concerned uh casey the street fighter six yes. beta was this weekend nick you made this way weirder than i've ever made things and i'm the one who talks about turts all the time so i don't talk about turts all the time i get like uh i, I get sort of like uh, like deer in the headlights and i just have like a one one track mind and i just got turts on the brain now um so street fighter 6 had its beta this weekend um i got yes. to play a little bit of it uh casey you got to play um i think probably more than i did you wrote up you have a full uh, video preview up which i'll share mm -hmm. um you're 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 a big fighting game guy what did you think of street fighter 6 yeah that's the thing like i don't know 
why I got the reputation of being like a fighting game expert here on this game is I am not a fighting game expert. I think it's all in comparison. Like in like compared to us, you're a fighting game guy. Maybe also, Smash I, is absolutely a fighting game. Like yeah, anyone who says Smash game. isn't a fighting game is full of shit. I mean, they, I'm, no, the, the fighting game community legitimately does not consider Smash a fighting game. They, they think it's a party <laughs> game or it's another thing entirely. But again, don't really want to go down that rabbit hole because uh, it's an ongoing argument that has not ever uh, ceased or been decided. Yeah. But um, traditional 2D fighters, I've always been a really big fan of. But um, yeah, it's been several years since like I've played one like on a very regular basis. Like Street Fighter 2, everyone plays Street Fighter 2 like a ton. But yeah. um, like I used to play like the old King of Fighters games a bunch. Uh, I would try some of the older Marvel vs. Capcoms and whatnot, but never to the point where like I was, you know, trying to go to tournaments or whatever. So I was always a fan, never a pro. Um, and it's been years and years and years since I've really given anyone, any particular one, like a bunch of thought. But because of that, I've always been, I've just been waiting for them to kind of stop being so niche because for a very long time, <laughs> they've kind of receded into this sort of space where it's like, well, we're only for the super hardcore and we'll just make our games tailored for those folks. Mm. And all the people who like the look of it can just watch when, when tournament time comes around. And Street Fighter Six has kind of been the only one to really try and fight back against that. Um, like Street Fighter Four, I think, was trying to add some stuff because uh, it's, it's just super popular, it's iconic. But six finally seems to be just doing the absolute most they can to just let other people into that party, like by adding in stuff that we didn't get to try, but that, you know, that um, RPG mode, the world tour mode, where mm -hmm. you get to make your own character, run around, you'll, like you, it's like a story mode where you talk to the Street Fighter characters. Like, yeah, it almost like, looks like a light, like Yakuza like, game. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that seems really fun, really engaging. And, and honestly, gameplay within that universe that you don't have to stress about getting your ass kicked online because yeah. that is still waiting for you. Um, but yeah, the, the battle hub, which is the only thing we could try, was essentially just a big open arena where you can run around with your avatar, sit down at in-game arcade machines and just fight the other people who are running around that same lobby. And it's so much fun because like you feel like you're there in an arcade yeah, just trying your hand at other people. And it's like, okay, this this person's character looks ridiculous let me see how well they fight in street fighter the yeah really the good. avatar creator is nuts so like i laughed so hard when you in your preview you talk about how like i designed something that i thought looked cool and then i got in there and there was a bunch of nightmare creatures that people had designed <laughs> when, when you design a character in that game do you like design their move set too or they just all have like well, a i think that comes set? later, later. I, I think that's part of the world tour stuff okay. yeah so you, you unlock the moves different and stuff. fighters yeah and i think well, you unlock different moves yeah, so i don't know if you but, can make a fully customizable character yeah for this, it was more of like you designed your avatar to run around the social space. Yeah, just the look. Yeah. And then, and then once you, have, you like, get into a match, you're just playing as like Wonka or, or Chun-Li. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And then like in the lobby, you have like emotes and stuff. So you can you can do their moves with the emotes. Like you can do Hadoukens and Shoryukens mm -hmm. and whatnot, which is fun. And like there's little like hitboxes for other people. So like you don't like move them around or hurt them or anything. But like you'll yeah. see your attack just hit this random dude in the face. And yeah. you have to run away like a like a jackass if they want to chase you, try to get a hit back. So yeah. there's, real, there's real dumb, silly stuff in the lobby. And you like sit down at cabinets that people are at. And so you almost like it's like the equivalent of like quartering up. And when I was playing it, I was like, this is so fucking cool. And I hope they have little side rooms with just other Capcom games to where you can like sit they, down. They do. Did you oh, not, did, did you not? Yeah, I, no, I didn't no. Have to really go into that. And it, but there are other classic like arcade games up there. Like the only one they had uh, on the beta was crap. What's the name of that game? 
like Ghouls sword and, and no, no, it was like sword and something. But it's like a, a 2D slash scrolling like kind of fantasy. I love that. Game. That's so cool. And like, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'll have a bunch in there where, yeah, you can just go off to the side and play that instead of playing actual Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. But like they, they even they even put in all the functionality that you want from like just matchmaking lobbies like, uh, yeah, you, you want to be able to have a match, but then you want your friends to be able to watch that match. Mm-hmm. If you if you walk up to a machine with two people playing, you get the option to spectate. And then from that point, your character will be like you don't get to see your own character, but other people will see that character kind of like cheering them on in yeah. the room. But you you're actually watching that fight unfold. And it'll, yeah. it's a really cool thing that I also didn't get to mention in review, where it starts from the beginning of the fight, but it fast forwards the fight until where until the point where you're like live. catch you, you up. Yeah. Everything that happens. Yeah. But it's like it's super it's like in three times fast motion until you're you're caught up to the fight. And I, I just think that's really, really cool and fun. Like just yeah. stuff you don't, you don't think out, think about. It just adds to the experience of um, you feeling like you're in an arcade playing a bunch of Street Fighter. Mm hmm. Uh, and you got to uh, you got to futz with some of the new characters as well, and you said that you really liked it, right? Yeah. Um, when I when Kimberly, I really you this, said was uh, standoff. Yes. When I, when I was streaming it before, uh, I mentioned how uh, both both of the two new characters, Jamie and Kimberly, uh, they're like they're both just kind of combos of like this kind of uh, hip hop culture as well as like Asian martial arts culture. Mm-hmm. Like Kimberly is a ninja, but she's also a graffiti artist. So like her her spray cans become uh, smoke bombs and like yeah she and she she's also like really big into music so like um, instead of having uh, like how Naruto characters have like the pouch that just has like a bunch of stuff in it she has a Walkman on her hip and like that's tied to her leg like the, the kunai and stuff would be <laughs> yeah yeah so like it's it's just just really neat stuff like that that just gives her so much personality just from the look immediately but then like the moveset is also like super cool like she's really fast like she jumps all over the place like she the her teleporting with the the smoke bombs or whatever like allows her to like get in and out really fast um and jamie is you know also like really kind of flashy but like he he's a drunken boxer who is also a b-boy yeah so the fact that he has these super erratic moves with with punches and attacks is combined with the fact that at any moment he'll just be spinning on his head on the floor <laughs> yeah so yeah, like, it's, I, I... it's it goes together so well. It's like again, it's like a thing that you just don't think should work, but like mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense once you see them uh, together in action. Yeah, and this this feels like a game from just like how like immediately impressive its presentation is to um, like all the bells and whistles on like the the battle hub as well as like I'm, what I'm looking forward to in the world tour mode. Like this doesn't feel like a game that's going to be for like sweaties only. It feels like there's it's going to be one of those fighting games to where like even if you're relatively casual, which I think is like that's one of the appeals of Smash is like Smash can appeal to hardcore Smash players. And Smash can also appeal to people who just want to have fun single player or want to have fun like with their buddies on a Friday night. Um, right, yeah, and that's what makes the matchmaking work is when you have yeah. a, a huge pool of varying yeah. skill. Right. Because yeah. and, and Street Fighter is one of the few like big fighting franchises that can pull in that many people. And like, sure, like. Maybe they're there for the single player thing, but maybe they'll try their hand at uh, the regular uh, online matches. And once they do that, then they'll actually fight against someone who's also not that great because there's yeah. a bunch of new people. And then they'll have a better experience learning the game gradually instead of just being thrown to the lions. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's so cool. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, they haven't set a release date. It's just coming out next year um, on, you know, new gen, uh, both new gen consoles and PC. Um, so you know, I think Capcom is slowly leaving behind uh, 
old gen, which is probably going to be that time, especially in 2023. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think uh, the it seemed like the reception from the beta was overwhelmingly positive. So um, yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be really fucking cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I honestly can't wait, and I, I've not been able to say that about a a street fighter game in a really long time. in a while yeah yeah or even like a fighting game in general outside of smash honestly like it's hard to, uh yeah, yeah. you know stuff like even like the great ones like guilty gear and king of fighters and stuff like they just feel like they're very much like you need to be in that lane yeah, like, in order to enjoy them like i'm happy for the people who <laughs> love those games but yeah clearly not for me yeah like yeah. i wish i could play skull girls but like yeah yeah. This is not gonna happen. Tyrio wants my my thoughts on it. I uh, I have no thoughts on Street Fighter. I've never played any of them. The only fighting games I've played are like Mortal Kombat and Justice, and uh, like I think like the closest thing I've played to Street Fighter is Killer Instinct on the the Xbox One, which I quite quite liked. I'm surprised they haven't brought that back again. But yeah, I, they kind of left it the wayside. Yeah, I might I might give Street Fighter Six a try just because I think it looks fun. So yeah, heck yeah, I'm sure we'll get um, review code for it. So. <laughs> there you go yeah i think it'll i yeah i mean depending on when it comes out next year even no it doesn't matter when it comes out i just think it's gonna be, i think it's gonna be a huge game next year yeah um, yeah no no doubt I, curious, I, yeah. curious to see how really tekken good. tekken 8 stacks up to it though because that was announced yeah tekken is still super popular but like yeah that, i don't think that game has changed at all and i don't think that game's gonna have like the bells and whistles yeah yeah probably not yeah, but and then yeah, you also I mean, have to keep an eye out for uh, uh, Riot's fighting game, League of Legends. That might end up being huge. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that could be, yeah. And especially and that, that for a long while too. And I can imagine them doing, you know, talking about like that game having incredible story mode, that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but uh, you know, Capcom should have. Capcom's just <laughs> uh, you know they're they're in the midst of like a really, really solid time in their life. Uh, you know, they've, they've really injected new life in street fighter and in resident evil. And then obviously monster hunter just continues to, to grow and grow. So yeah, and they finally, finally they figure out what the fuck they're going to do. Dragon's Dogma 2. Finally announced Dragon's Dogma 2. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting the Mega Man battle network games, which, um, that's like a huge blind spot for me that I know a lot of people love. So, um, kind of good on Capcom pragmatica, which I still don't know what the fuck that is, but they're, they're making that I game. Anyone does. Yeah. So that's fine. Uh, before we move on to Kingdom Hearts and then stuff we've been watching, which I guess Kingdom Hearts just technically counts as stuff we've been watching because I watched it. Uh, you've been watching. Super Chats. We've been, as in everything is something different. We we don't have to all talk about the same thing we've been watching. Yeah. You've been talking about fucking Warrior for six years. Because go watch it. Haven't watched it. Casey watched it. Now we don't have to talk. We don't have to talk about it anymore. You did watch it. Uh, uh, shut up. We're not there yet. No. Lampy. <laughs> I'm excited. Two donation. <laughs> Lampy, the two pound donation said, uh, War- "Warrior sucks." Uh, no, Lampy ah. said, "You throne sounds like the name of a fancy toilet." Speaking of turts, I feel like speaking of turds we'll, should be coming we'll to never get off this topic. Also, people keep telling spelling it turds. It's not turds. It's so, turts with a farty, t. T u r t. Marty is back. Uh, fucking more like turdy turdy Nick. Did that rhyme? Turdy Marty. Turdy Marty. Turdy Marty doesn't rhyme. <laughs> uh, Andrew White. Andrew inspiring. White winner with a $2 donation. Thank you so much, Andrew. Said Nick loves his chair. It makes him go buzz, but it makes his butt go buzz. It makes his butt go buzz. Honestly, it like the the uh, massage thing goes all the way up to your shoulders. Uh, so if you have sciatica like I do, it's great because it massages right at your lower back, right where I need it. Nice. I'm, I'm really happy for you, Nick. I was also I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy for you too. So, I have to build a. My, uh, my chair is slowly killing me. So there's well, that. Get yourself you get a better a, chair. You throw yeah. gaming chair. 
<laughs> why don't you send? Why don't you send Casey your U-Throne? He can get his own U-Throne. Send me your Steam Deck. I use my Steam Deck. I don't like the fact that the I'll other day you, you I'll said... Send you, you, I'll send you the orange chair that I had if you want that. I don't want the orange chair. I have a great chair. Is that is that also well, a Why do you want this chair? chair? Yeah. I think the problem. I don't want the chair. Casey wants the chair. I want the Steam Deck. You need. You need the. I don't long. know if I need another gaming chair. I think the gaming chairs are the problem. <laughs> That's does, the does problem. Your, yeah. Does your gaming chair have the really good lumbar support? Probably not. Did you have like a, a pillow behind your back? No, I. Well, I that's don't. your problem. That's you got. I have just my uh, fucking lumbar pillow, and it has made me feel so much better. Makes you sit up. Straight. I have my chair. I think is a Serta, which is a mattress company, but they make that's chairs. Nice. It's just the most comfortable yeah. chair. It's just great. It's just great. Those are the, I've had. I've had the that chair. I've had the best turts since. <laughs> this year. Uh, and uh, Mason Daniel with a 499 donation. Thank you so much. Mason said, For Adventures Nigh, also just joined. Hope you all had a great day. Thank you so much, Mason. Thanks. That's incredible of you. And thank you so much. And look at, look at, oh my God, our money. We're, we're getting so close to that goal. That's incredible. And Steak in the Garden, thank you so much, E, for the two euro donation. Says, Donation because Max is adorable. More Max. That did, that did have a good Max. That was a nice, um, that, that was a nice moment where if you only wanted to hear about Street Fighter, you could listen. And if you only wanted to look at dog, you could look at dog, <laughs> yeah. which, which is nice. Um, which is fair. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I don't want to order a Steam Deck because I'm just terrified they're going to announce the 2.0. And I can't. You don't think I it's like too early for something like that? How long has that been out, the Steam Deck? A, a year. Yeah, I don't you know. Don't it's like early. I don't know. For phones? Like PCs and Hell, phones are like the same they, thing. They come out with VR I mean, headsets faster than they come out with new consoles now. So yeah. like, who the fuck knows? I mean, yeah, yeah you're you're right, but like everyone's in agreement that that's gonna, a bad idea, right? Gu- like guarantee, we don't need guarantee you're gonna everything. do an OLED screen because of Nintendo Switch with the OLED screen on that, and then they'll do you know, you know a slightly more powerful Steam Deck, and it's fine. Oh, do they not have an OLED screen? I didn't realize. No, that. it doesn't on Steam Deck. Okay. Um, fucking pores. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, Switch's like OLED screen looks nicer than the one on Steam Deck because it's an OLED. Color, color wise, like I mean, that's not like Steam Deck screen look bad, but OLED like Switch screen looks way, well, quite. Yeah, it's probably one of those like once you've been playing Steam Deck for a little while, you forget. Yeah, and so you know, like uh, if you're wide, if you're comparing them like side by side, you yeah, probably yeah, really yeah. notice you it. Absolutely, but, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Pendragon, thank you so much for the $5 donation. I've got to get Amy to Milwaukee. That sounds like it could be a good time. Absolutely. It's everyone. It's everyone or no one. So it's just going to be everyone. <laughs> I don't know why I said that as like an ultimatum because it's just going to be everyone. Um, guys, what have, we been, what have we been playing and watching? Nick, I'm saving Kingdom Hearts to the end. Okay. Because that's like our, it's our amuse-bouche, which is actually an amuse-bouche is the thing you eat first. So that doesn't make any sense. But what, 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 what have you been watching and or playing? Uh, well, I can't talk about Redacted. Uh, which you are also playing Redacted. Uh, I'm excited yeah, to redacted, talk about Redacted. The hit, the hit new game <laughs> yeah. from David Cage. Uh, that's the main game I've been playing, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League still. I've just been kind of really hooked on the game um, since we played it for game night, and like I've gotten pretty good at it, like enough to be in like Silver League on competitive. Uh, so I'm having a lot of fun playing that, uh, but I've also been playing a lot of Phasmophobia. So my a couple of my friends uh, who recently got in PC gaming wanted some new games, so I told them let's try Phasmophobia, and they're like, I hate horror games. I hate horror games. I don't. I won't like this. I won't like this. And now they're like calling me every night to play it. Uh, they can't put it down. Uh, just uh, uh, 
my roommate's room is right above my my office and let's just say he has heard me scream multiple times <laughs> playing that game <laughs> like we were, we were playing last night and uh we uh there's there's so many maps in that game now i didn't realize how much like content they've added to it like there's even like a uh, an outside map now in a, in a uh, campground, which I was not expecting to actually be like terrifying, but like the there's tents and everything that you can open up and go into, and like you you know you got to do all your evidence searching everything. Well, the one that goes for your hunting last night, his name was Robert, and we found that if you say his name, he I've does not like he does not like when you say Robert, and so like we're like we we need the evidence, and they're like, all right, Nick, you gotta go do it. You have the highest sanity. You gotta, you gotta go find him. I'm like fine so i grabbed like my crucifix and i'm just like walking real slowly to this tent i thought like in real life well i mean both i had one in my left hand and then my right hand was controlling the game uh so <laughs> walk up to this tent and i'm like robert you little bitch come out and all of that's a sudden why, that was the problem is don't call the ghost of <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think the name was had anything to do with why well, so as soon as i said that i just hear a scream in the back of my head from the ghost and i like just oh my god it like i still my rib is still hanging i screamed so hard my rib hurt from <laughs> Jeez. and i didn't die but i i ran the fuck out of there <laughs> just like, i'm done <laughs> whoever killed robert probably called him a bitch before they did it and so <laughs> yeah. you gonna take extra vengeance on you yeah but i <laughs> mean just um that game like it's it's so jank like i really want to see a triple a developer do something with that concept just to see what like that would look like on a multi-million dollar budget um mm. But that that game like consistently just is so good at scaring you with its atmosphere and the sound design and like just you know part of hunting the ghost is that you know you just gotta balls up a little bit and like get it to appear and come out and it's like the whole loop of like how much how willing how much am I willing to risk to to get this ghost to come out because the big part of the risk of the game if you haven't played a bunch of it is you know you earn money for completing contracts. And you have to buy gear to take in and you can get extra gear that helps you, you know, find the ghost or whatever. Uh, but if you die, you lose all that gear in there. So it's almost like kind of like Escape from Tarkov in that sense. Uh, uh, okay. So it's there's a lot of risk reward in, involved in it. And it's just but I mean, like you, the maps they've started to add, like I think the only ones we played when we did it for game night, the one time we played it were very simple maps. Yeah, it was just yeah like, I, I only remember houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> they get... um the the maps get really complex uh and i mean like specifically for me in horror games like i don't like like houses and stuff like that just because it's too like real i don't know like maybe that's not the word but i just feel like very uh immersed in those settings uh mm -hmm. but i mean like there's like these because i mean because you have a closet like you don't yeah you gotta break all your closets no yeah. No so no there's, the <laughs> yeah so there's like farmhouses now and then campgrounds there's a prison there's an asylum and i'm like i'm no fucking way am I playing the asylum now? That's just too scary. <laughs> did you did you play it with us that time, Casey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Am I insane I for not thinking that game was scary? I I I don't think most games are scary. <laughs> well, I think yeah, part I of it was like it felt silly to me because of the multiplayer aspect. Like no, I, I don't know that. if I yeah. could get like, scary. People, I don't know if yeah, I can get scared of around. Especially the way we play games on a game night type thing. Like, I, like there's no way for tension to build because we're just cracking jokes the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll have to see when we play it again. Uh, uh, 
Well, and it's good that you 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 have a firmer understanding on the game now because I feel like we were also sort of yeah. I think, I think, yeah, we I think part playing. of it is just like figuring out the mechanics because like yeah, they um, Lampy's correcting me and like those maps already existed. I didn't. I, yeah, I guess you just I just hadn't unlocked them. So like I'm level twenty in the game now, so I have a bunch of stuff unlocked. But I mean, like there's when you play on the upper difficulties, like the the ghost comes after you quicker. So we were playing on like the easiest difficulty. So there's a lot of setup time. When you turn mm-hmm. up that difficulty, you lose a lot of that setup time, so it gets a bit more intense quicker. Uh, yeah, so that's probably what we have to do for game night, just to you know make sure that we get our our Yahtzee points. Um, <laughs> but like, there's objects now that like there's puzzle objects where you can like summon the ghost, and it, you know there's there's I didn't realize like there was hiding actual hiding mechanics, so like you can escape the ghost and hide in the closet and then. As, as long as you don't have equipment on it won't find you so like sometimes i forget to turn off my flashlight and i'm like oh i'm safe and then the ghost rips the closet door open and i'm dead and i'm like ah <laughs> so, uh, lampy's also um, making mention of uh us not using in-game voice chat which is like a big part of it uh, does in-game voice chat work in over streaming uh yeah it will be like we're playing first class trouble uh the point is like when somebody dies they can't help you anymore Oh, and like, can you only talk to people if you're like you're near them? So yeah, like, if, if only yeah, if you're only near them and and they're alive. And so like, when you're mm-hmm. playing in Discord, if somebody dies, they're floating around as a ghost, and they can tell you. you Is know. it gonna sound like fucking bunkum, like first class trouble voice? I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm kind of excited to hear somebody like just <laughs> off in the distance screaming and like, oh, God, that sounds that, that actually sounds great. <laughs> yeah. That actually that actually does sound okay. That sounds better. Yeah. yeah, maybe that was a big thing, actually. Maybe the fact that we could like die and still spoof and goof and yeah, and it stuff, absolutely was like cut the tension. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also because okay. we were just kind of laughing at Amy the whole time because she was just hiding in the yeah. The yeah Amy, does, <laughs> she Amy she, she was so her. angry at that game. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah, probably not playing that weekend. Is she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, to let you guys know, we'll be playing that uh, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, the 22nd. Um, that'll be a big streaming day because that will be the day of our eight hour Persona 5 stream uh, all throughout the morning slash afternoon. And then uh, we'll go directly into game night with Phasmo and Yahtzee's going to be there for Phasophobia. So we'll see if uh, heartless Yahtzee can get scared by anything. I I, he, I saw him jump a couple times in Mortuary Assistant. I guarantee he's going to be jumped and he's going to scream in Phasmophobia. I... I had the nerves of steel during Mortuary Assistant because my... Because you weren't uh, playing and you were just watching. Because I was 15 seconds behind. Yeah. And so every <laughs> so, time you do something scary is coming, you already heard it. It's yell. like if you go to like a haunted house and you're just a little bit behind a group and they are the ones who are taking all the jump scares <laughs> and they're like, oh, I just yeah. know there's a dude right there. That's not scary at all. So yeah, that's why uh, I seem like... The good, uh, thing, good thing is Phasmophobia has a mechanic called the sanity meter and the person with the least sanity is usually the one that gets that gone after. So... Uh, what, what what is that like? I'll let you figure it out when we play the game because now you you talked big mad big shit about being tough. So we're gonna see how not tough you are. I don't know. I don't think I'm very tough. So you're, you're gonna want to fix that. I just I just don't think you're gonna want to fix that closet. Perfect. You're gonna want to fix that closet real quick. Is there you... a man gonna come out of that closet? Is there a man in a sh- my shallow closet? There Has really there might for, be for, for for that long. Oh my god, might be a demon this... in there. There could be a demon. This seems like a, this seems like a good haunty house. Uh, before I move on to our next stuff, Beast Marsh, thank you so much for the two dollar donation. Said so. Your opinion on Redacted is Redacted. Correct. No, Beast Marsh, our Redacted on Redacted is Redacted. We can't even tell you we have an opinion, even though I'm pretty sure I gave my opinion earlier. Uh, and Lampy with a two pound donation said, "Has Casey watched Intergalactic yet?" He's 
he's just copying Honey Money, who was yelling at me about not watching Intergalactic. Yeah, but he's using <laughs> he's using money. He's using he's using money. The answer is no. Um, I want to watch it. I plan to watch it. Too scared. Um, so keep keep yelling at me with money, and that'll somehow speed it. <laughs> It's it's really good. Also, I didn't know Kid Cudi and Timothy Chalamet are like BFFs, which I find very strange. That is strange. Yeah, Probably that BFFs. seems like strange. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Marty Lampy, I think you missed. You completely missed it. Uh, there is a Luigi board in Phasmophobia that you want to find and use. A Luigi board? Yeah, is it like a Ouija board? But yeah, is that Luigi? like a is that a Ouija? No, it's a specific Luigi a board. board you you touch him and he makes noises. <laughs> What is that? That sounds it's like, like it's like oper- it's like operation, but it's with Luigi. Yeah, from Mario. Yeah, are they going to get sued? You can't do that. You can't make a Luigi board in a game. Like, what does he do? Like, you like you hit his tibia and he goes, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. I'd fuck with that. If I'm gonna be honest, if I'm gonna be honest, you shouldn't have even mentioned that because all I'm gonna do when I play this game is try to find a Luigi board. You do that. <laughs> Um, was will the ghost of Luigi? Will Luigi come out? We'll figure it out. We'll we'll solve we'll solve that mystery next week. Uh, and then Nathan D with a file I don't know. Thank you so much. Said I posit that I am the one person on the planet that didn't like Portal, but thinks Portal Two is a masterpiece. That is, that is very strange to me. I mean, I'm glad you I think Portal Two is a masterpiece. 2, yeah. yeah, but like what did, what it'd be weird to, to you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but it is like weird to not like to me. It's like. I don't know. They're it's like they're just so close together that you could prefer one or the other, but it'd be weird to enjoy one and not enjoy the other. Yeah, they're cut from the same cloth. They really are. Yeah, sculpted from the same source. Yeah. Um, Casey, you've been you've been playing or watching anything? Obviously, aside from Street Fighter. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to point out real quick. I'm up to episode uh, four. Just finished four of Warrior. Nick was absolutely right. Show is fantastic. Yes, episode one is fantastic. Yes, like and it's like it's having fun in its setting, which was a thing I wasn't expecting. Like a lot, a lot of like the historical type shows, um, like they're they they're kind of self serious in that way. It's like we want to accurately represent this time or whatever. But um, the music in the show was almost all hip hop. Like it's it's either spaghetti western mm-hmm. themes or like just hip hop music, and it's like I wasn't expecting that. It works. Like, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it really does. It really does work. And it's like it's it's stylized because of that. Like it has a it has a real like cool attitude and factor on top of the fact that it's telling a really good story and has really good fight choreography. So like I'm way into it. That was, that was a good recommendation. <laughs> yeah, just 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 you wait. You have seen nothing yet. That show gets so amazing at, in season two. Does it have a Luigi yeah, board? I'm into it. It might. <laughs> a Chinatown Luigi board? It probably I mean, gets broken uh, over somebody's die, head at some so point. There's probably there's probably a bunch of ghosts doing stuff in that. So, oh, it's super spooky. Yeah, Chinatown's got to have like shit ton of ghosts in San Francisco. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, fucking Michael Trevor uh, asked how many seasons is Warriors. It's two seasons right now. It was on yeah, Cinemax, right uh, and then HB it, Cinemax died, and then they shipped off Warrior to HBO. Uh, so you will get season three next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Like, what else was on Cinemax that we were just all collectively ignoring <laughs> while that company Cinemax just imploded? quite a few good shows, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Marty, you tell them what you were working on, and then I'll f- see if I can find anything. 
Oh, I've, I've been reading an oral history of Cinemax. Also, chat had a running theory that I didn't have COVID, but I tried the soy sauce challenge and had a really bad effect. <laughs> Did someone fucking say that? <laughs> chat. Uh, that would be really funny. And that'd be funny if I'm like, guys, don't joke. Just, just don't joke about the soy sauce challenge, actually. It's, uh, you know, it affects uh, dozens, if not hundreds of people. Uh, and Andrew White winner with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Said Marty cannot be phased. He's safe in his COVID haze. I read that in my Gruntilda voice. Um, I'm not going to have a COVID haze next week. I don't know. I still kind of feel like I have a COVID haze. Although I watched Chainsaw Man. Let me tell you, yeah. that thing ripped rip an asshole in my COVID haze. That thing's nuts. I don't know what is going on in Chainsaw Man, but it looks very good. It's Mappa, who's who's yes. uh, they they did probably the better better looking seasons of. Uh, Attack on Titan, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And this is one of those anime is tough for me to watch live or not live, but, you know, like week to week, like week to week. right? Yeah. 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 Like I tend to um, I tend to wait until the end of seasons. Like it's rare that I, I kind of go week to week. Like I've been doing that on Attack on Titan, like the newest season. And then I was doing that on Spy Family and um, a couple other things uh, like Hagu Yusama last year. But uh yeah, it's uh, Chainsaw Man is like a really incredible pilot and has a lot of heart. Has a very cute dog, um, um, fucking sick ass action. Um, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. This is, this is good ass season. This is a good season for anime. Mob Psycho's yeah. back. My Hero Academia is gonna be back. Um, hmm. They got the new the new Gundam show. I haven't watched yet. Something about witches. <laughs> what? There's witches in Gundam? No, it's the name Witch is in it. I don't think there's witch. It's Gundam Hexa. No, it's like called the Gundam Gundam Witch Project. No, that's uh, the witch. It's called Gundam, the witch from Mercury. I don't think it's like an actual witch. I haven't watched it yet, though, so okay. I don't know if the witch is actually out from Mercury. You were very oh. close on your first suggestions. Uh, I so, feel like I was so close that you like almost oh. named the Assassin's Creed games on un- I was circling the drain on like your turts, <laughs> which are just at the top of the drain. I don't know. That was that's that's it. I, I was watching Chainsaw Man. I thought it was nice. Uh, and I watched the first uh, five episodes of um uh the midnight um, club midnight club i almost said midnight how, society how is it because like i i am kind of shocked to see nobody talking about it yeah it's doesn't despite the fact that it's still mike flanagan who did uh haunting of uh, hill house and blind man that was and his other Mid- show okay midnight now mass yeah um it's it's based off a series of young adult books by christopher pike um and so i would say the, the horror seems like it it is it gears a bit younger but it's not like goosebumps or anything and like the the frame of the show is that uh, a girl finds out she has like a, a, a high school girl who's about to graduate finds out she has um terminal cancer and fa- discovers this uh like hospice in the middle of uh sort of like the washington wilderness um where uh sort of teenagers uh, you know who have terminal illnesses go and it's you're supposed to be able to kind of like you know pass on but in a group of like like like-minded people and everything and find camaraderie in it and it's there where you know it's in a spooky ass mansion and then they have sort of a like the midnight club where they meet every night and tell spooky stories and so the show is like part the main overarching what is going on in the spooky mansion with these characters and then each episode has its own like 15 20 minute almost like short story oh. horror thing well, of one so- of the kids telling it and the kids like play the kids who are telling the stories play the characters in those short stories and stuff um so that is it makes sense why you would confuse this with the midnight society because that's what they no, call it's a very similar are thing. you afraid of the dark <laughs> yeah i think i Which, think mike flanagan even said like that was an inspiration yeah. for him uh 
Yeah, I'm surprised to see like a lot of the reviews on this one are, aren't very high. It seems like they don't really like a lot of that. Some of the actors and yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's like capital B bad. Um, it's just at all. The highs just, of Hill House or Bly Manor. Yeah, like which that. in yeah. Bly Manor and Midnight Mass, which are like three of my favorite seasons yeah. of TV of the past like decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish it. I'm intrigued. I do. I do think the acting's pretty good. I'm. I'm but I'm really excited because he's also rap production on his next uh, haunting of. Thank God. And it's like based on like the fall of the House of Usher and it has oh, a right. really great cast. And that and was Mark Hamill's yeah. in it. This seems like one that they like wanted to turn into like a, a regular series for him. Well, he's doing those yeah. limited, limited ones. Yeah, Especially yeah. Especially because so the branding is so, you know, more open than just one yeah, specific yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels like more of a uh, um, kind of, not a half step, but, yeah, you know, it doesn't feel like his main project. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, if you like spooky stuff, uh, check that out. Yeah, and I think then, I'm going to start um, tonight. Yeah, nice. I like, I like the rest of his stuff, so, like, yeah, yeah, I, I do want Yeah, it's well made. It's well made. I definitely think it's well acted, well shot. Yeah. Got a bunch of spookies. The first episode sets a record for number of jump scares. And at a certain point, it's like almost gratuitous. Um, <laughs> the amount of jump scares. Uh, like that, so. That's a turnoff because I, I heard that about it. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, that, that's it's, not like you're. It's done that, that like a joke. <laughs> it is done as a joke because one of the characters is telling a story. And the, the in the story okay. has all the jump scares and the other people are like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't scary. You <laughs> okay. just keep doing it. And then uh, the jump scares uh, just keep coming. Um, it's it's kind of clever. Um. Yeah, that was it for me. And yeah, Lampy, I don't, I don't even, the, I don't even oh. like watch his shows for the jump scares or anything. I just think like the atmosphere of Hill House and Blind Manor were just and Manor oh, incredible, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Like he completely immersed you into his worlds that he makes. Yeah, like and yeah. it's like I just like, you can't look away. Yeah, like I didn't like uh, Blind Manor from what I like. I saw bits and pieces of it. I watched like maybe a, a couple full episodes, but I wasn't liking it in terms of its storytelling and premise or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tried the the first one because I just don't gravitate towards ho- horror. But Midnight Mass like legit drew me in. You yeah, gotta go watch Hunting on the Hill. Storytelling. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll go back and try. It's, that. it's yeah, really Midnight Mass feels like almost like a different Mass. a different shade of horror that like felt more like a drama with like yeah like it, it wasn't although it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't House, any of the. It wasn't any of the horror elements. It was legitimately just the con- like the conceit of that story yeah, and yeah. like just how it played out. That really yeah, ripped. yeah. And the cast was really good. And Lorcan says Midnight Mass. Uh, the only complaints I have are monologues, monologues, monologues. I really like the monologues. Yeah, I do too. Like he did, <laughs> like, they he were did really well written, so and well performed. Yeah, yeah. I think, like yeah. the monologues like added to the atmosphere for me of that entire show. It's just like it felt. Yeah, I, I was like, I can't wait for him to do his next monologue. I want to hear what he's going <laughs> to <Yeah>. say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really obviously he has like a great working relationship with so many of the cast members who keep, you know, returning for things. And yeah. uh, certain cast members return in smaller roles in Midnight Mass. Mostly it's like a bunch of unknown um, teenagers, which I think is kind of cool because most of them, in my opinion, are pretty good. So I'm, I'm curious to see what they going to do next yeah. um but that's and, it for me and uh really quick uh, lampy with five pounds said they don't tend to do anime live marty they put tremendous strains on the animators wrists i didn't mean live like that i meant live like fucking Aunt lampy go to bed yeah, lamp, 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 <laughs> lampy's in the uh actually mode right now listen <laughs> if you're donating money you can actually <laughs> you can actually go straight to hell that is perfectly fine and uh sasuke with the two pound donation thank you so much said the way of the husband uh, husband is a fun short anime way house of the husband. house husband that makes way more sense than husband husband <laughs> <laughs> well that could be something a husband husband I, i've um, seen a couple episodes of way of the house husband uh and it's short okay i like short and it's slice of life that sounds great 
that's oh my god 10 episodes that sounds amazing uh great that was all i had i didn't uh i i don't do anything else i just i just i want to go back and i think i'm gonna rewatch blood manor for halloween just because i'd like i know like that's it seems like that's everybody's least favorite of flanagan's stuff besides you know minutes uh whatever minute club but it's hard yeah i uh the uh the fucking ghost story of episode of Bly Manor is like one of the best things I've ever seen. It was really good. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe the rest of the season isn't, but like that season is worth watching just for that episode, just to get there. Like the payoff is so fucking good. And also like, like it takes a lot for a show or like a horror show or movie to like, just legitimately creep me out for a few days and the blind manner did it. <laughs> it's the phasmophobia of television. It, it literally is like that. The concept of how that ghost operates just freaked me out. I <laughs> did not like it, <laughs> but I also yeah. love it. It's good shit. Uh, Casey, you want to, do you want to, uh, pour one out for cartoons? Oh yeah. I, I want to bring up, uh, like in, in all this Warner Brothers discovery merger nonsense, the TV shows getting canceled, movies getting stopped left and right. Um, I, I got I, I saw read an article uh, that essentially was trying to bring to light the fact that like, hey, there's something else happening here. Uh, Warner Brothers animation is going to be merged with Cartoon Network Studios. And in doing so, they're essentially cutting out like, what was it, like 20, 35 percent of the, yeah. the staff and workforce. Um, and the other big loss is that Cartoon Network Studios now has oversight. Like they used to operate completely independent in terms of their creatives. So that's how you kept getting original cartoons out of them. Like they, they never really fell back on IP or, you know, rehashing the same. Like they would end mm-hmm. shows and then you would get yeah. new shows that would be just as good. Under this new management, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Content so, soup. Yeah. yeah. So not only are a ton of super talented people gone from Cartoon Network, but kind of their content strategy is probably going to change. Like it's looking like they're going to have to focus. They're going to be forced to focus on a lot more IP stuff, maybe stuff that they already own and made popular. So like yeah. maybe you'll get reboots of a popular, like maybe you'll get a new Dexter's Lab, for example, or a yeah. new whatever. But like it probably won't be from the same creators. It probably won't be as good. Get that. In, get You're getting that weird looking Velma show. Well, that's a that's a HBO Max thing. That was from before. Uh, <laughs> that, but that, but that's, but that's those are sort of the sorts of experiments that are going to go away. Like, because yeah. that's that's them giving money to Mindy Kaling and say, hey, take this franchise and do something yeah. weird and new with it. Like, they're kind of re they're retracting now. They're saying like, hey, just go and do what has worked in the past and don't yeah, try yeah. New, even with the stuff that you know is popular and sells. So like that's that really bummed me out. Like that news because like Cartoon Network, you know. For a lot of us, I think, like, kind of shaped our childhood in a way. Yeah, definitely. And to hear that there's going to be a freeze in terms of, like, new stuff that they've released because they've never stopped releasing quality stuff. Like, even the newer stuff that folks like to harp on, like, oh, it's not the same stuff I grew up with. It was amazing. Teen Titans Go is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig of the Creek is a, a overlooked show, which is amazing. Um, what else was new? Infinity Train, which you can watch all of on HBO Max, is fantastic. I really like, like Infinity Train. Yeah, yeah. Watch Infinity Train if you if you haven't. But like, yeah, all that all that stuff. The fact that you know newer stuff like that is going to go away, like, is very upsetting. Hopefully, like we were saying earlier, like that staff that is being uh, displaced will end up someplace and we'll we'll get that stuff somewhere else. Because it yeah, used to I mean, be like, like it'd be great uh, to see like Apple or or someone with a bunch yes, of money be like, yeah. hey, we want to really get into animation, so let's yeah, pick let's up a bunch of animation. these like, Seems like really Netflix creative and talented it. voices. 
yeah but netflix i also don't trust like yeah they're also contracting a bunch yeah because they want to save money because like people are figuring out that their business model seems to be a farce (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then they just a little like they do the weird thing well they'll have one like massive hit and then like that Dahmer show is like did gangbusters for them and i'm like oh this is gonna have them they're gonna like pivot too hard into shit like this and then we're gonna get a bunch of things trying to like empathize with fucking serial killers and then they're not gonna be very good i mean this is only the latest like i think they've been on that particular train for a while now like yeah yeah uh, they're they're true crime crime crime-esque yeah like so that that much isn't new but like it's just gonna like they follow an algorithm anyway right like that's what the algorithm tells tells them yeah like to watch true crime so that's why the insane thing is like the algorithm didn't predict the success of you know squid game or queen's gambit like those those had like you know, famously difficult productions and they had to sort of like drag it over the finish line. And then because they were good and because they were unique, um, you know, they connected with a huge audience. So it's one of those like, I don't know, that's, that's mm. all the, yeah, like we, we talk about the content soup thing, like just is a very sad state of affairs for a lot of things. And I don't that's know, I don't I, know how it gets fixed. That's why I like Apple. Cause like everything they do has pretty much been an original IP for them right now. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like they uh, they kind of take their times with like their their quality over quantity. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know a lot of people don't like Apple as a company, which is totally fair because Apple has a lot of shitty business practices. But at least in terms of their entertainment stuff, they've been giving a lot of money to interesting creators to make stuff. That's stuff. Pretty- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, like, we're even getting that uh, that Charlie Hunnan show that I brought up last week launches in two days. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, not everything they're doing is an original IP, Spezoel, but I mean, like, a lot of their shows are original IPs, like Severance yeah. and... But, and, but yeah, also and they're doing scripted stuff, and, too. Like, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. adaptation, but it's a scripted television series and not, like, a reality show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. You know, or yeah. a sitcom. You know what I mean? Like, Foundation mm-hmm. is amazing, so don't you dare bad, <laughs> bad Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Really no, I think and Foundation is <laughs> also one of the rare things that's based on an IP, because... Um, you know, from everything from C to For All Mankind, to Ted Lasso to Severance to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of those things. Well, Pachinko's a book, but it's not like it's like a heavy IP book. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anyone have anything else before we wrap up? I don't have anything else. Wasn't someone looking something up? <laughs> Did it, weren't we talking about something and one of you guys was like, I'm going to look it up while oh, we talk? Uh, wasn't it the Kingdom Hearts thing? Oh shit! Was it the Kingdom Hearts? I forgot we were talking about. We just thing. never even. Uh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't uh, the thing I was thinking of though. I'm pretty sure Nick was looking something up at some me, point. Mike, Michael, Trevor asked, "Is Raised by Wolves worth checking out?" Uh, yes, I loved. Yeah, Raised yeah, by yeah. Wolves. Uh, unfortunately, That's it's canceled. HBO, right? It's canceled. Yeah. Yes. Oh well. Uh, yeah, they're, I heard they were they're, shopping it around. They're, they're, right? uh, yeah, the creators are trying to get it somewhere. I feel like that's a show that's going to end up on Cinemax. Oh, you were looking up Cinemax. Yeah, I was looking up for other shows. Nothing else came up besides Banshee, which is also and soft, like and softcore pornos because they used to call it Skinemax. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but Banshee, I, mean, I used to call it Skinemax. I don't if know you like, if you, uh, apparently, if you really like Warrior, you need to watch Banshee too. So the, I'm adding that to my uh, list. Yeah, that's right. And I think Banshee was the thing that the guy from uh, Homelander was in before um, uh, the the hit, the boys. Anthony yeah, Star. Anthony, Anthony the boys. Anthony the Anthony I almost said Anthony Ramos, and he's definitely not Anthony Ramos. Yes, yeah, Anthony Starr. Yeah. Nothing else. Uh, nothing else from Cinemax caught my eyes, so I uh, lied. It, Warrior is the only thing worth having on there, and they bungled it, and now it's with HBO where it belongs. That's great. Now Zaslav will cancel it. 
Yes. <laughs> so no, there he, you go. He might, no, he might. I can't. That sounds like a classic Zaslov. Zaslov has been canceling a lot of things if, that if we, uh, if, have oh, to do man. that either star or were created by uh, people of color. So yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that's the other half of that. That whole like a lot like, of those like, artists people, are like underrepresented like voices. All, the, all this diversity. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just that's just his mantra. It's Zaslov time. <laughs> um. The thing that probably should have gotten canceled was the Kingdom Hearts cartoon that I brought up earlier. I don't have a lot to say about it other than I recommend uh, people, if you have any interest in Kingdom Hearts, watch this thing. It's only 11 minutes long. Like I said, it's an animatic. uh, Animatic. Yeah, that sounds like the word. Uh, And it's just really strange because it was 2003. So this would have been like right on the heels of the first game before the second game. Um, It has a bunch of the voices from the game as well as like the actual voices of Goofy and Donald and um, like Hayden Penetier played Kyrie, uh, uh, Riku uh, uh, and Kyrie. Yeah, um, this is one of those things. I wish I didn't remember the names of the characters from Kingdom Hearts, but I do, and I'm upset <laughs> about it. Um, and it's just a really strange thing. Yeah, it was it was going to be created by the by the director of um, um, Eight Crazy Nights, and he just still had this original pilot footage, and so he just uploaded it to his YouTube last night. Um, and it was it's just very strange. It just follows like the opening of Kingdom Hearts one and uh, uh, they go to Agrabah and it's just very, just very strange. And it also got me thinking of like this Disney has to be working on this show for like Disney Plus. Right. Like it's insane to me that this isn't a Kingdom Hearts show. Yeah. Like with Disney actually doing it, it just seems like an easy win for them. I don't. I feel like Disney does not care about Kingdom Hearts. It's like at some point somebody called it a favor, and Disney's like, "Fine, let them do whatever they want with these characters." Kingdom Hearts is like a tax write-off for them. Yeah, and like they've just not paid attention to it. And while you know the fan base is going crazy over here, Disney's just doing whatever Disney's does. Yeah, I don't think they know Kingdom Hearts is a thing. If I'm being honest, I could like I could imagine that they were like, "Okay, you can keep making Kingdom Hearts games. We won't pay taxes on Tokyo Disney," and that's where our relationship ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I over, over, uh, over, uh, overestimate the, the popularity of Kingdom Hearts, but like, that was a series that like Kingdom Hearts one and two, especially like meant a lot to me playing them. And I think it's definitely gone off the rails a little bit with three and all the fucking spaghetti bowl of the story. But I'm, I'm curious about four. I like that he still has big feet uh, in a normal city. Gil and I <laughs> brings up uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is like cross crossing all those characters. So maybe they are. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Mean, we are getting Kingdom Hearts four. So yeah, and there there have been rumors of uh, of an, of another Kingdom Hearts animated show. So maybe that's just something they're keeping under lock and key. But um, yeah, I don't know. Lock it's Keyblade. Lock and Keyblade. You know, I like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. I don't even like Kingdom Hearts like that. <laughs> don't like it like that uh well sorry we're not doing half-life after it we're doing kingdom hearts i want to play kingdom hearts <laughs> can we just cancel breakout and just have this become a kingdom Hearts, a one-hour kingdom Hearts stream every week <laughs> I have, I like, it'll take us like seven years to finish the game i have them downloaded on my steam deck simple and clean haven't started a 16 hour stream on the way uh god all right uh we better wrap up so five. marty has a i mean so casey has a 30 minute break yeah, this all, how was how is this, do, how, do how's this back-to-back thing for you? Um, uh, it's fine because it, since I don't have to host the stream or play a game, I'm actually fine. It is easier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, I'm able to do like two or three streams a day because I'm just like, that's fine. I don't actually do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just show up. 
I'll just sit here just and talk well, about floating turds in my toilet. I'll, just, I'll <laughs> smoke a cigarette and give some Metal Gear fun facts. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, and Lampy with a five pound donation. Thank you so much. Said stream goal to forcibly tie Nick to his massage chair and make him watch edge runners. It's on my list. What's, yeah, but you said things are passing. The chair got to be turned up to max the whole time, though. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. Horror, it's horror month. I need to watch horror stuff. Let me. Let Hoor, me it's horror month. Horror month. Where's, the, then, where's Danny DeVito? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <hoors. laughs> hey, he, he was a voice of a guy in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching Hercules. It. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's, like he was, little, yeah, he's, yeah, little, yeah. he's a little pig boy. Yeah, <laughs> little pig boy. <laughs> I, that man was two halves or something. Neither one was a pig. <laughs> Neither one was a pig. He's a boatman. Yeah, I don't think he's a pig boy. A mini minotaur. Uh, uh, mini, that's just a horse. A mini minotaur is just a regular yeah, ass I horse. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, no, that's not a minotaur. Isn't a horse at all. Yeah, it's like a bull. Yeah. Oh, Pan! It is Pan. Pan. That's a real man. Like Pan's like a famous man. Peter yeah, Pan. Seder. Seder. No, Seder. Pan. That's, Pan? Who, that's who Danny DeVito played. Ah. Pan. All I know um, of Danny DeVito is Frank. What about Penguin? He's great as Penguin. No, just Frank from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> what about Junior? What about Twins? His, his hooers. <laughs> I think if they make a live action Neon Genesis Evangelion, he should play Shinji. He seems like a dude who does not want to he does not, he does not want to get in an Ava. He's a guy who just doesn't <laughs> want any part of that. <laughs> it seems great. Uh... Well, that's that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, <laughs> guys, what do you what do you have going on? Casey, you are going to be on a stream in half an hour. True. Jesse and I will be playing God of War one. Uh, and Jesse will be learning about Greek mythology through that experience. So we'll be taking notes throughout the game. Then we'll give him a short quiz at the end. All to prepare him for an actual quiz um, from Lachlan, who apparently is a teacher. Nick said, I did not know that, but apparently he's a teacher. And he's going to construct a Greek history quiz. Well, Greek mythology quiz for Jesse at the end of this uh, game. I also we'll not have does. told Lachlan he's doing that, so I will do that eventually. He'll get it done. Yeah, you might want to let him know that. <laughs> but more importantly, uh, Lachlan uh, got to go hands-on with Sonic Frontiers at PAX Australia. Right. And he had very low expectations and then walked away and enjoyed it. Slightly enjoyed it <laughs> yeah I, I think you guys should read the article before you, yeah. <laughs> you uh, one way or the other i mean i liked it there you don't have to read it just take my word for it ah. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah after the god of war stuff um oh uh we won't do metal gear this thursday oh yeah yeah i'm not i'm not gonna be here uh the rest of the week so no metal gear nick will probably still do star wars yeah i'll start jedi outcast tomorrow okay you'll find someone uh you'll find a padawan if you will did you get it? That was a Star Wars thing. Uh, I, oh yeah, we got no we got fucking it. clue what you just talked about. What the fuck Padawan, is a Padawan, Marty? Is, wait, do you not know what a Padawan is? The guy with I, I Star Wars books on my on my table. Oh, <laughs> that, that was just very dry. You're not. You're usually not. You're usually. You're not. That was very mean, dry. I'm so straight faced every time I'm sarcastic. Oh, that was inc- <laughs> that was incredible. That was just that was like I just broke you. Dry guy. <laughs> so I just didn't expect it to be that dry. And then uh, what else we got, Casey? Probably I, I already linked the I linked the Street Fighter preview. Everyone should check that out. And uh, yep. got some, you got some more reviews coming that, up. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, I don't know when it'll go up, but I got another review coming in uh, probably before the end of this week. I would guess. <laughs> Did you review Sunday Gold? No, I haven't no, watched this I review. Re- I don't know who reviewed it. Frost reviewed that. Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. Frost, yeah, Fro- well Frost done. Sunny Gold. That was done a um, month ago. Asterigos, Curse of the, the Stars. The Queen. Oh, yeah, that's came right. It uh, came out yesterday, Asterigos, Curse of the Stars. That's going to drop soonish. As soon awesome. as I get done editing. 
Um, and outside of that, um, I'll be around for game night. I don't know if we can talk about what we're playing yet for game night. Yeah, we can, we're going to play that new Ghostbusters yeah. game for game night. Gunch Bunchers. <laughs> yeah, that new Ghostbusters game. Busters. Well, the collective Expect- we, because two of us are not going to be playing it. <laughs> yeah, dude, these guys actually won't be around. Casey, so Amy, me, Frost, Amy, and Jesse, Jesse, and Frost. Yeah. yeah, we said all the same names in different orders. <laughs> Gruesome force. Of- brains exploded. And I said, yeah. I, said yeah. me. I said goo busters, and I immediately regretted that. Buster <laughs> makes me feel goo. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Sasuke with a two pound donation, thank you so much. Says, Star Wars is the one with Dr. Spock, right? That's yes. close enough, whatever. They're all the fucking same. Like, if he makes up Lord yeah. of the Rings and Game of Thrones, it doesn't matter. They're all it's all fucking jazz. It's all, uh, all according, names anyway. yeah, according to Ian McShane, when he he spoiled uh, the hound coming back on Game of Thrones because his episode of Game of Thrones was where the hound came back and everyone thought the hound was dead and he spoiled mm. it in an interview and everyone got mad at him and he said, What the fuck are you? I, he didn't call people virgins, he said. You basement dwellers got to learn that this show is just about tits and dragons. <laughs> like, what does it matter? I'm like, this is this is my hero. This is, this is oh, man. absolutely my we hero. Need, we need him on the escapist. You <laughs> <laughs> Shane would not like what we were doing at the escapist. I'm gonna be honest. Oh my god! I can't disappoint a picture. Um, what about you, Nick? You got all the regular uh, stuff. Jedi Outcast tomorrow. Uh, Amy and I will be back on Friday for Grounded. Uh, oh no, uh, we'll start Ooh, the last no, work crew on Friday shit <laughs> and then uh saturday saturday i will be at a wedding that i forgot about until like two hours ago so i mean can you do the last or crew for newly released wait you're still at the wedding on sunday oh wait no we're doing newly released the last or crew first and then the co-op stream so we are doing grounded this friday okay i think i don't know it's somewhere that schedule somewhere i don't know what the fuck's going on leave me alone Schedule's not somewhere. You didn't make this it. is your job. You're the deputy editor. You're schedule boy. I don't think that's true. That involves art. I don't know how to do art. <laughs> I think we've definitely we've definitely figured out that I don't know how to do art. We will um, play something on Friday. I don't know what it is yet. You'll know when we know. It's gonna be a fucking video game. What does what does it matter? Just fucking watch it. Watch yeah, it. Just, you hogs. It's just bugs and <laughs> we're food. We're putting food in your trough. Just slop it up. Sloppy meat bags. And Andrew Waitwinner called out my lack of schedule <laughs> making. So I, did, I did not make a schedule. You're right. I have. I thought I, it was great. I, I've been busy. Anyway, yeah, no, Marty, what do you have coming up? So we can let KC go. Fucking nothing. Okay. Nothing. Cool. Nothing. Check out. I got a review coming next week. I got a new quest log coming tomorrow. I think it's fine, right? We're done. It's going to go up. Just fucking watch it. Fucking watch it. Just everyone shut up and fucking watch it. Uh, Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, Thank you to everyone uh, who tuned in live. Thank you, everyone, uh, all the the Green Gang. Thank everyone for the donations. Everyone who who subscribed on uh, Patreon. It honestly means the world to us. Um, Thank you. Thank you for being great. Thank you for putting up with everything. Uh, and tune Play back in in a half an hour for Jesse and Casey, who are more professional than us, and they're going to be playing a, uh, oh, we'll a, see. a whole a whole Greek mythology game. There's a lot of tits and dragons in God of War as well. So. There's a lot of tits and dragons in God of War. I, I, and I, I loved, you can teach I thought it was Pan. fucking hilarious that Jesse's like, ooh, I earned points for that minigame, and goes back like three more times. <laughs> oh, did, <laughs> for, the, for, the, yeah, for the he sex minigame, because he was getting he upgrade points out of it, and he's like, ooh, more. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, only wait, getting did like, I win like is it over <laughs> Jesse Jesse seems so wholesome <laughs> no he, he he took he took advantage of the horniness good good for him I think he was he was genuinely trying to maximize yeah uh, he's trying to maximize something out of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Bye. 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 See you in 30 Max minutes. Max in the for... nut. Max. All right. Bye, everyone. See you guys in half an hour. <laughs>